right, y'all, get ready for another edition of News and Trends with your host, Dave and Lynn. Welcome, welcome, welcome to News and Trends with Dave and Lynn. I am one of your hosts, Mr. David Coker, proprietor of Dave Mark Inc., marketing specialist, media specialist, um, all-around good guy, and just, you know, happy to be who I am and mentor to my partner here, uh, Mr. Leonard Young. What's going on, sir? Everything's going good, Dave. This is Leonard Young, CEO of National Black Guide. DelawareBlack.com, Black Media Specialist, all-around good guy, mentor, huh? Okay. All right, we, <laughs> we, we, we just saying all the words. Yeah, yeah, I, I figured I had to. I, I, I should add a new title every week, so just to make sure. So, right, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so what's going on, man? Man, nothing. Everything, everything, you know, made it through another week. About to see the end yeah. of August, but. Everything good. I'm sorry. The heat has finally arrived. I, I feel the like heat this is, is here. Yeah. Is like here. like yeah. maybe a little bit last week and then this week, you know, feeling it. Yeah, well, could be worse because I was just hearing something the other day how where was it? Phoenix has had um a bunch of days over a hundred plus degrees. In a oh, row, wow. um, I forget how many days it was. I think it was. They say ten. I forget. It was a lot, but in straight. I mean, I couldn't even imagine dealing with that man. And that heat is so is different heat too, right? So, um, with us, it's been either hot or rain. Yeah, you know. So, and even after it rains, we don't get that little cooling. You notice we don't get the cool down. After the rain, very, very rarely. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I mean, you know, it reminded me of those rains where it was like pour down raining, then the sun will come up and dry up everything in like thirty minutes. You're like, damn, like, hold on, did it just rain? I know it doesn't even look like it rained. I mean, that's how hot it's been. You ever have you gone over some of those spots where uh, it rained, and then you see the little smoke coming off the ground? Yeah, because the heat the and the rain has merged. You know, so um, I'm telling you, man, it's, it, you know, the summer is definitely here now. We wait, we waited a long time for it to come, but it showed up finally. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So um, anything exciting going on, man? Nah, you know, really same old, same old. I do want to give a shout out to my son who keeps me busy in activities. He had his time <laughs> trials for his summer league swimming and he finished fifth in both both of his events in time trials for his age group so his age group is um 13 14 and right. and he's he's 13 so he's at the bottom you know he's the younger part of the age group so he did a good job and this coming week in his championships oh Dave let, let me tell you something so last week hit um the day before so time trial was on Sunday Saturday he had a swim meet you remember how hot it was out there Saturday? Yeah. So we were at this swim meet. This is and and this is how I knew the heat was here. Oh, so it was outside. Yeah, it, it was at Western YMCA. They have an outdoor swimming pool. Okay. It was so hot 
normally, you know, like I'll stay around the deck so I can see most of the races. They, I went back and sat under our tent, and I literally sat there until someone be like, Quincy swimming, and then I, I just, run it. I mean, they, it, it was just crazy. I did not have a hat, so you know, just standing in the sun was uh, was rough. So, do they have paramedics and stuff out there when when this is going on? Uh, as funny as I mean, they do not. Now they have the lifeguards, so you know, lifeguards are trained in CPR and. Yeah. You know, but they don't have full blown pyramid. Now, may, maybe, maybe like the bigger meets, like championships, they may because there'll be so many kids and parents out there. But no, I mean for the regular ones, uh-uh, you know, you 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 are on your own to save your life. Wow, yeah, that's that. That's not like that kind of heat. Is if you throw a bucket of water on you, you'll be dry in in five minutes, right? Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I tell you. What about you? You did anything good over the weekend? Uh, the weekend, the weekend. It's funny. I don't remember much about the weekends anymore. They just seem to go like blurs anymore. I, I didn't do anything exciting. Um, I, you know, I worked this. I worked Saturday. I was supposed to go to the movies. So I wanted to go see. Uh, I was going to take myself to the movies to see uh, Mission Impossible, the new one. And I said, uh, uh, maybe I'll wait, you know. Um, but that looked like that might be nice to see in the movie with all the special effects and everything they got. Well, the with all the high highlighted features that they've been talking about, this looked like that might be a good uh, good one to go see in the movie. So I like the Mission Impossible films anyway. So gotcha. Um, I will say the two movies I want to see that I'm I'm late on one. Indiana Jones, and then two. I want to see that the Blackening. Oh, that's that's your movie. That's your kind of movie, right there. I already know. Probably. But when I first saw the previous one, I said this is Leonard's kind of movie right here. I see it. So, but I I will say since we're talking about movies, let me just bring these two up, and then I guess we'll get into the show. I finally, and I don't know if you've seen this yet, but I finally saw Till. You finally saw what? Till. Oh, okay. yeah, so. Till movie. Have you seen it? Um, I have not. It was. It was very. It was well. First of all, it was a good. I don't know how they didn't get any Oscar consideration. I mean, the movie was really good, and and uh, the actress who played his mom, Deb Waller, she uh, was really really good. But the movie itself, man. I think that was the first time you ever really got a good feeling as to what went on with that. I know you and I just did that story talking about Miss Bryant dying not too long ago. Um, right. Yeah. Uh, the woman that accused Emmett Till um, of what she accused him of. But when you see everything play out in this movie, it's, it's just so deep and it just makes you so you know, it's another Rosewood type situation when you sit there watching and you just want to just hurt somebody. You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, you know, but um, I it was it was very good, but it was also very hard to watch as well. I mean, you know, because it just messed you up. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm I'm sure. Well, I do remember that and Black Panther were two of the movies that they were thinking that were going to get some better nominations at. Um, whether the Emmys, the Oscar, you know, one of them, the Oscar, and both the of Oscar. them kind of 
kind of got snubbed. They they didn't get the response, but everyone was talking right. about the lady who played Emma Till's mother. Oh yeah, yeah, she did a fantastic was, job. She was really good, man. She was really really good. I mean, you can feel the pain that that mother, his mother, his real mother, must have went through thus through her 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 performance. Man, it was really right. good. So, and I tell you something else that I watched. Have you heard? I don't, have you heard of this uh, series called Jury Duty? What is it called? Jury Duty. It sounds familiar. Okay. It apparently came out a few months ago. It's on um, Prime. I think it's on Amazon Prime and it's also on um, Freebie. Um, and I've been telling everybody about this and everybody agrees. So what they did is they they filmed this, they did a documentary about a courtroom case. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you see the selection of the jury. Um, you see the selection of the jury. Um, you know, how they interview everybody. And, and you go through the whole trial um, that's going on um, during this case. What's so crazy about this thing is that everyone associated with this show is our actors. The whole trial is fake, except for one person who doesn't know anything, what's going on. And so the joke is really on this particular person. He thinks it's a real trial. He thinks everybody is real. That's who they say they are. Man, Leonard, this thing is the most hilarious thing you ever want to see. And it's called Jury Duty. I recommend if you get a chance, check it out. It is so funny. It's like a bunch. Uh, the show is only a half an hour. They're half an hour shows. But I'm telling you, I laughed the whole time I was watching this thing, man. And it goes all the way to the end. He doesn't find out till the very end that the joke's on him. Gotcha. Okay. You yeah, I'll so, have to check it out. Yeah. Yeah. So it's called Jury Duty. So, and I recommend to anybody check this out i think everybody would enjoy this so far anybody i told about it they all loved it so they thought it was funny so check that out when you get a chance all right all right that's our television and movie stuff right there guys oh we have to say thank you for something too uh we recently i know i posted i know leonard um I know it's posted on leonard's page as well we want to thank everybody who's been faithfully listening to our show over the last um, almost two years now for downloading, staying faithful and listening to us. Even if you only downloaded the show once, you listen to the show. You know what I I mean? And we really appreciate it. We uh, got a badge uh, recently saying that we have had over 5,000 downloads to the show. We really want to let everyone know we appreciate you for taking the time to listen to news and trends. We know you could be listening to anybody else or doing anything else, but taking the time to listen to us. But we want to say we appreciate you and thank you for taking the time to listen to us. And at the same time, the same during the same week, we found out that there was a website that had ranked our show for the category that we were in as uh, the 27th best um podcast out of the 60 that they had not had put up 
Well, I'm sorry, not not out of 60. We were 27 of the top 60. I'm oh, sorry, not... Okay. What, well, you, you said 27. 27 out of the top 60. Yeah, out of the top 60. Well, no, we're, we're 27. They had 60 listed, but we're 27. 27 out of the 60 that was listed, but it's more than that. Yes, okay. Right. right, okay. So they listed 60, but we were 27 in that listing that they put up. Um. There's more than 60, but we were 27, which means that, you know, we, we got some people listening to us and we're really appreciating, uh, appreciative of that. So we want to say thank you again for that as well. So it's been a pretty uh, rewarding uh, last couple of weeks for us. So we really want to say thank you. Right, Leonard? We do, definitely. Okay. Yep, we, we appreciate everybody who liked, comment, share, download, listen, all that. Okay. All right. There you go. There you go. So um, keep on listening and let's get into the to, tonight show. Um, okay. So what are we doing here? Let me get to. So we're going to start with a story and Leonard and I was just talking off the air about this story. And I know some of you people probably have heard a little bit about the story. It's kind of a weird story. <laughs> Both Leonard and I kind of agree on it. Um, about a young lady who was reported missing, but then um, reappeared about, what, four, I think it was 48 hours later, like nothing had happened. Um, and... People are still trying to figure out what happened in this in this sequence. Hold on, let me uh, let me do something right quick in reference to what what really happened to this woman. So the woman's name, and she uh, she lived in Alabama. She lives in Alabama. The woman, uh, this, well, the title of this is uh, Alabama woman, Kara Lee Russell, uh, who went missing, is accused of a hoax after turning up alive. Uh, so I'm going to read a little bit of this so you kind of get a backdrop to what happened. Um, uh, Carlethia Carly Nicole Russell, 25, went missing Thursday night when she claimed that she pulled over to help a wandering toddler on I-5, I mean, I-459. The nursing student called 911 before dialing her sister-in-law. My daughter-in-law could hear her ask if the child was okay. And the child didn't respond. At least she didn't hear him or her respond, her mother. Talitha, uh, Talitha um, Robinson Russell told um, WVTM-TV. Luckily, she didn't show up on the threshold of her family's home on Saturday night. Russell's return to her family. Luckily, I should say. I said lucky. Luckily, she showed up on upon her family's threshold on Saturday night. Russell's return to her family marked a safe ending to her disappearance. After social media was captivated by the news of her disappearance. Now, here we go. Said, now online sleuths are thirsty for answers 
and many folks on social media, and this is where we are, folks, you know, social media, you know, you think you're going to be able to pull something on social media, they ain't going to let you. They're going to they're gonna keep going until they get the answer, right? So social media is calling Carly a liar and her disappearance is a host. host. She's even being compared to Jesse Smollett. Oh, damn. There, yeah, I know. That's the worst, right? There are online rumors which are completely unconfirmed that Carly was allegedly in some personal trouble and may have mental is- health issues. Those reports have thus far not been confirmed. Despite that, there are plenty of folks on social media calling her a liar. So what's the truth? Well, so far, police believe Carly's story, but they are still investigating. Carly, 25, was driving home from work on Thursday when she stopped on the side of the interstate to check on what um, she described to both a relative and a 911 dispatcher as a diaper-wearing toddler walking on the side of the highway. Russell, Russell's 911 call remains the only timely report of such a child, according to Monday's morning update. Russell went missing sometime after 9.36 p.m., two minutes after she called 911 about the male toddler according to police. Traffic footage of the stretch of the interstate shows Russell's car slowing down. Police reported that the officers arrived on the scene within five minutes of being dispatched. <laughs> that sounds like a problem right there. We, how often does that happen, right? <laughs> you know, so. But Russell was already gone. They found Russell's wig. Why do you have to find her wig, Leonard? Right. <laughs> And and her cell phone, Apple Watch. Now, this is where people probably are thinking to themselves, this can't be true, right? Because they found her wig, her cell phone, and her Apple Watch in her purse. Her car was still running, according to Russell's mother, Talitha. My son's girlfriend heard Russell asking the child, are you okay? She never heard the child say anything, but then she heard our daughter scream. Mother Talitha Russell told AL.com. Um, from there, all you heard on the phone is background noise from the interstate. Then less than 48 hours, she returned home. <laughs> so this is that's the backdrop of the story right there. They said that she was given an examination and treatment. She had some bruises or whatever, but they never said how ex- to the extent that they were. And um, they were just happy to have her home and they said that they wanted everyone to respect their privacy. Basically, that's the gist of everything. So what what's your thoughts on what you've heard about this? Um, so my thoughts are a couple of things. So one of the things that you said was mental illness. And right. so, I mean, I could definitely, if, if, you know, if this is heading the Jesse Smollett way, what we think think it is, you know, it, it almost seems like some something is wrong because um, two things, Dave, you can probably back me up. We ain't calling the cops, okay? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you know, like, 
I'm not going to be doing something illegal and call the cops to say anything. Right. So like that, that's just kind of weird. And then Dave, what black woman do you know who is going to leave her wig or her cell phone anywhere? You know what I mean? That's, like and our Apple Watch. Yeah, and our Apple Watch. So I mean, yeah. and, uh, unless it was like a burner phone and she has something else, because um, my wife when we were in the car last, she was reading some of the updates. And I mean, I guess right now it's, just, it's all conspiracy theory, but they said she had broke up with her boyfriend. They said she she stayed she was staying at her friend's house for a couple of days. Um, they said that while she was supposed to be missing, she re-added her boyfriend on social media, like friended him or friend requested him. So I'm not real, and and right now I don't know what's rumored, what's real, what's hearsay. So I mean, I don't know. But, you know, I think it's a shame because, you know, a lot of the black community really came together to help spread the word, you know, which is stuff we want to do in legitimate situations like this. So hopefully if this all was a hoax and fabricated, it doesn't discourage people from, you know, sharing when the next time when a black woman is truly abducted and missing and the circumstances are unknown. So I, I, I really don't know. I mean, I'm, I I hope it doesn't turn into a a smallette case, but you know, I mean, right now things just ain't adding up. Well, one thing, and and here again, you you just said it. I just read it. The thing that sticks out the most in that story is the mental illness piece that they kind of threw in there, but that's a big statement there. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, because if she was having some issues or see somebody that has been dealing with mental illness, then that's a big component as to what's really, what was really going on. And, and whether it was just a stunt or whether it was something that she needed to get away. Cause if she, okay. This sounds like a movie. You know what I mean? That there's a kid. What's right. the first thing you think about when, when, what was the first thing that popped in your mind when you heard that there was a toddler in diapers walking along the highway at night? Does that sound like some from kind of stuff or, or, you know, some, some, well, some, 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 um, scary movie or type stuff right there. It's like, yeah. why is this kid walking around on the highway? and you know you stop and then somebody comes out of the woods and kills you or something like that well well, i mean it's it's funny because that's exactly what made almost like bait you know because you know most people would fall like if i was driving down the highway and i saw a toddler they i mean like in my mind i'd be thinking oh you know let let me protect the toddler so oh yeah but that's the first thing you want to do and but then Nowadays, with all the craziness that goes on, you think, okay, wait, hold on. Somebody put this toddler out here for me to stop, and then they jump me or or carjack me or whatever the case may be. So you never know what a person is thinking yeah, or what the situation may be. Um, or here's the flip side. Was this all in our mind? could have been because why would you call why would you call the 
that's like me trying to fake my own death and I'm going to call the police. Like, you know, once the police get involved, you know, it gets yeah, serious you, real you can quick. You open up a can of worms there, you know? Um, so if, if the mental illness part is true, that maybe this wasn't something that really happened. It was something that, who, who knows? Um, did she party that night? Did she uh, do, you know, any drugs or whatever the case may be? Did something cause her to see what she thought she saw? There's a lot there. And then when she came home, just the way that it seems that the family just said, okay, she's home, respect our privacy, whatever. So maybe, I mean, there's so many things that, that questions that you can answer. Now, the good thing, like you said earlier, is that the community, you know, immediately when they found out she was missing, everybody started talking. Um, it was all over the news, you know, um, um, people, you know, they tried everything they could to try to locate her or whatever. So, so, you know, and that's a good thing when people, when communities bound together like that and get the news out, try to help find this young lady. That was a good thing that that happened. Right now, the police are saying that the story, you know, that they believe her but they're still investigating. Yeah, because it's kind of like, okay, where where's this baby? Where yeah. were you? Um, oh, and the last part, this is what uh, my wife told me. So apparently she claims that she was in the car with the guy. She was able to break free, and she ran to her house. And um, unfortunately, ring cameras show a different picture. And I've, I've not seen the video. This is all here said. They said via ring camera, she was walking. And then when she got close to her house, she started running, flailing her arms, screaming. So, um, of course, you know, that that's uh, allegedly. So, yeah. So that's where the old Jesse Smollett piece comes in yeah. right there, right? So, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I truly feel like, I don't know. I, um, it's too early for me to cast judgment. I'm, I'm sure the next couple of days it'll all start coming out. Well, it's funny because the police have chosen not to detail her injuries. So I wonder what that, what's that saying? I mean, were they minor injuries or did it look like self-inflicted or I wonder why they chose not to say anything about that. Yeah. I'm not sure. I mean, I would assume just because, you know, I mean, you know how they are. They want to keep everything secret till they got all the answers. Mm. Yeah. And they still haven't said where she was for those 48 hours. I mean, you know, she never said where she was. I don't think either, right? Well, she said something, but they yeah. haven't released it. They haven't released what she said. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah. So, um, well, I'm sure more is going to come out about this story. Um, I know when I first saw it, I was like, oh, man, that's a shame, you know. But then I remember when I saw that, oh, she's back. And, you know, and the picture that the picture that they flashed up was her smiling, you know, and everything. And I was like, okay, that's not, you know, because she's a nice looking girl. I mean, yeah. 
and, and nursing student. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I was like, okay, so what happened? That was the first thing out of my mouth. I was like, well, what happened? That everything that she seems to like everything's okay. So, but I guess we'll find out. I'm sure we're going to hear more about this story. It's not going to go away anytime soon because right. you know, you know, they're going to try if it's a, if it's not the truth. Social media is undefeated. <laughs> you know, I would say that for sure. So, uh, so we'll get back to that story. I'm sure. So, all right, moving on to our next topic. Um, our favorite um, sprinter, Mr. Shikari Jackson. Leonard, you and I have talked about Shikari Jackson on a number of occasions, you know, because he's an interesting person. Shikari Richardson. <laughs> oh, I keep saying Jackson. I, I know, know you I do. I keep saying Jackson. Um, Shikari Richardson, I'm sorry. Uh, I guess because I got Sharika Jackson on my on right. my mind, yeah. So I, I bet uh, you do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, Shikari Richardson, um, you know, she she came into uh, the limelight uh, last year. Well, gosh, that was last year, wasn't it? The Olympic during the Olympic trials. Well, really, a, like a year and a half ago during the Olympic trials. That's when everybody kind of got really, really familiar with her, where she uh, actually made the Olympic team, but failed the drug test that stopped her from getting on the team and going to the Olympics. And, of course, you know, she is flashy. You know, she would always wear all these different color, all this different color hair. And the girl's talented. She's young. She's talented. She's She's boastful. You know, she wants everybody to know she is. She's a little girl, so, you know, it's always the littlest person in the room can make the most noise in the room. You know that, right? So, um, so the Olympics goes on without her. Then they have, um, you know, um, after the Olympics, they have a couple of the world, they had the world championships, and she's going up against her nemesis, the Jamaicans, and the Jamaicans, <laughs> the Jamaicans kind of ran her into the ground, and you know, that was, you know, that's a big rivalry. So she stays in the news. Okay. So looks like now she's kind of reprogrammed herself. And she's been uh, running in the summer um, trials and um, trying to get ready for next year's Olympics. She's hoping to make the Olympics team next, next year. She had a big race last week. She won the 100. She lost the 200, though, but she won the 100. She came in second in the 200. Uh, then this weekend, she raced again, except this field was a harder field. Um, and one of the one of the runners in the field was Sharika Jackson, who uh, we just talked about, who has beaten, you know, Sharika Jackson, Jackson had beaten her, like, going into that race three out of four times. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I definitely believe it. <laughs> yeah, she had beaten her three out of four times. And um, there were a couple other people in that field that really were supposed to be big challenges for uh, Shikari Richardson. And Shikari gets, you know, you know, she's all hyped up and whatever. And um, she gets in, she gets, that race 
starts out, she didn't get out of the blocks well at all. And the race is so fast because you really don't pay attention. I mean, I love track and field, so I I pay attention to all of it. When they when that gun went off, she was still in the blocks. I don't know if you noticed. Yeah, I mean, she she was definitely. I mean, she did not get a great start. She did not get a great start. Meanwhile, Sharika Jackson shot out the blocks. I mean, she was, you know, she was the point person for most of the race. But I saw Shikari Richardson do something I hadn't seen her do yet. Run somebody down. And she ran Sharika Jackson down. And... We got they got to that that tape and she crossed the tape first and I couldn't believe it. That was that was a hell of a race for her, man. It really was. And it really said a lot about her training. Um hopefully hopefully, you know, she can keep up because there was one there was one girl from Jamaica in there, but she didn't she didn't finish in the top three. Right. Um but um but of course this is a good test for her, but she ain't racing against the top three runners in the world right now. You know that, right? Say it one more time. She's not racing against the top three runners in the world right now. Yeah. You know, because, you know, when that field, when they had them girls from Jamaica in that field. Uh, you said the, the <laughs> dynamics changes a little bit. <laughs> yeah. But she looked strong. And she was, she ran, a, I think it was a 10 point, a 10, 6, 8, something like that in that. 1069 something like that right yeah in that in that race i think that was her best time this season so far what what do you think of, of shikari what do you, do you think she has enough of what it takes to be able to to do what she's trying to do cuz i know she's trying to win she's she she's trying to win um in the 100 and she's trying to run uh win in the 200 as well what do you think? You think she? You think this time around she's mentally ready to to take her place on the throne because she hasn't gotten up against the mother girls like I said yet. You know. Yeah. So I mean, I I think she's definitely in a much better spot. You know, I think you know two three years ago she was just breaking onto the scene, and you know one thing I'm sure any athlete who kind of goes viral, you know, not only are you dealing with the track or the sport, but you're dealing with the, you know, you're in the court of public opinion. And yep. I think, you know, after the whole, you know, testing positive thing, you know, not finishing how she wanted to finish, you know, and, and, you know, remember her, her grandmother had passed away, something right. like that. Well, so, you know, her, no, it was her biological mother. Biological I mean, she, was mother. Raised, she was raised by somebody else. Yeah. Right. So, you know, I think, you know, she's, and this is just my opinion. You know, I think she took some time to be out the limelight. You know, she hit the training hard, adjusting to social media. And, you know, I think one thing about, you know, Dave, I know you said you're a true track fan. Like, I love track as well. I don't follow it as much as you do, but, you know, I love to see it when I see it. But, you know, you know, we always kind of root for people to come back. So, you know, just like you said, she ran that lady down. You know, she's kind of making her comeback to the court of public, you know, appeal. And, you know, people are kind of on her side again. So, you know, I, th- I you know, I think she has a great opportunity. And we, we know them Jamaicans don't play. But, 
you know, Dave, you know, we were say uh, any given Sunday, like we've seen stranger things. So um, yeah. I'm not putting, I'm not putting it past it. You know, yeah, I, I mean, um, I, especially, be, especially well, if she can work on that start. Like if she get yeah, that start good. Yeah. She get that start down. Yeah. Because I'm telling you, if for you guys that haven't seen it, you need to Google the race because I'm telling you, she was not, look, I didn't think she was going to come back from that start. And so, and the girl, Sharika Jackson, that we're talking about, that girl ain't no joke, folks. That girl can run, okay? And the way she took charge of that race right from the beginning, it didn't look like she was going to get caught. And all of a sudden, Shikari Richardson ran up alongside of her and then passed her at the, at the, um, at the tape. And I was like, did she just beat her? You know, like that, right? So, um, if she could, if she can show, if she can run a whole race, you know, at, you know, at that pace, she's going to be hard to beat. She's right. going to have to get the time down because them Jamaican girls are running somewhere around 10, four, 10, five, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so, um, like the third best Jamaican girl is running 10, four, 10, five. Right. <laughs> you know, so, so, but it's going to be interesting. I want to look. We're all we all like to root for the for for underdog, you know. And all she's been through and everything, we want to see we want to see her do well. She is a good chance for us. We love a good story during the Olympics, especially during the Olympics. We love a good story. Um, so if she can, if she's able to get out there and do her thing, that that would be awesome. Um, and and. Um, you know, especially during this track, you know, during the um summer track season, um, if she's able to, um, because I think they got the big, there's a big meet coming up. I think they go out to you uh, um to um Oregon soon. You know, with the big the big meet. Mm-hmm. Um, usually, I think they go out there soon. So we'll see how that goes. So, but I just wanted to bring that up because you know we're quick to to talk about somebody and kick them when they're down. And of course she brought a lot of stuff on herself by saying some of the things she did and doing some of the things that she did, but she's young and it looks like she's a little more mature now. And I think some people, she probably got some people in her corner. That's probably saying, Hey, look, you know, you got to do this. You got to do that because it's, you know, because you could tell even after the race, even though she, she did a little bit of posturing after the race, but then she calmed down she went over and talked to the other girls because she usually didn't do that before. She hugged some of the girls or whatever. So she's showing a little bit. She's showing some maturity. So hopefully that'll right. help her. So I just wanted. So you know maybe maybe we can stop talking so negative about her and start to see the positive in her, and maybe that might be our next big uh, Olympic champion. You know, yeah, so hopefully. I mean, it definitely be somebody for us to root for. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So I just wanted to bring that up, and I know, um, and and uh, you know, I brought that that particular story up, but I know you got a story about a former Olympic champion yourself. So. Yeah. So and and I saw this, and I I almost couldn't believe it, but so there was just um this week, actually the day before yesterday, it was announced that Gabby Douglas, former Olympic gold medalist gymnast is announcing her return to the sport as well. And the article pretty much talks about, so Gabby Douglas last competed in 2016 
And then her team won an all-around gold. And in 2012, she actually led the the Olympic team to gold. Of course, 2016, that's when Simone Biles kind of came on the scene and she started dominating. And, you know, of course, you know, Gabby Douglas kind of, after 2016, she kind of fell off the, um, you know, she, she, she kind of fell off, um, you know, being public and all that. And Dave, I did not know this um, via the article on uh, N- NBC News. So apparently in 2017, Gabby Douglas did a, um, a social media post. And of course, this is about a year after the Olympics. And she said that she came out publicly saying that she had been abused by Larry Nasser, who was, you know, one of the former national team doctors who apparently had abused a lot of people. And in fact, didn't he just die recently? Did he die? I know. He, I, well, I'm not sure. You know what? I can't remember. What Did he? Um, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm, I look okay. at it. But anyway, she in 2017, she had publicly shared that she had been abused by him, um, as were a lot of um, Olympic gymnasts and, you know, high-level gymnasts. And she said that, you know, her love for the sport, you know, she didn't have that joy. She didn't have that passion. And, you know, that was – and she was just kind of lay low. So um, – but I think she had ca- casually been on social media – and then just recently, she's announcing her return. She's saying that she has taken time to heal and that she's looking forward to competing in the 2024 Olympics in, um, in Paris. So, you know, I, I, you know, I thought that was good news. And, um, you know, we always talk about mental health and, you know, I'm sure, you know, being sexually abused or, molested or anything like that is definitely something to get over so well um, well but- it's funny it's funny i saw this the other day when she announced it and i found it interesting um you know i i'm a i'm an olympics guy leonard always have been ever since i was a kid i liked the i loved the summer olympics i always did and you know especially the track and field, but I used to watch the gymnastics stuff. I still watch the uh, gymnastics um, from time to time, um, men and women, um, especially on the college level, because it's very competitive on the college level, man. Them, they be going at it. Yeah. And and, um, and I, one thing I noticed about Gabby Doug- Douglas, now keep in mind, she wants to compete in next year's Olympic 2024. She first um, dominated in 12, 2012, like you said. So um, then she comes back in 2016 with the Dream Team, which, you know, with Douglas, and, uh, I mean, uh, with her and Simone Biles and, and the rest of them. And they um, they dominate, but, of course, she's not the featured person anymore. Simone is. Right. And, you know, and if you – I don't know if you remember, if you paid attention to her body language throughout that whole Olympics, you could tell something wasn't right with her. Yeah. Yep. She, she, yeah, she didn't she, have that dominance and that, right. Or maybe even tell. that confidence. No. That drive. And plus I think she was in envy of Simone Biles. Cause you know, she was Simone Biles was the media darling and 
Everybody's talking about her the way that they used to talk about Gabby Douglas. And, you know, and, you know, so it didn't surprise me when she just kind of faded from the spotlight afterwards. You know, they, 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 you saw a little bit of her and the rest of the girls after the Olympics, but then all of a sudden she just disappeared. Right. For her to want to come back and compete, is I find it interesting. Um, is this about timing for her? Because um, is Simone going to compete next year? So they did say Simone had gone back to training. So there's a, a high possibility. Okay. They also said that if um, – Gabby Douglas qualifies for the Olympic team. She'll be the oldest gymnast at age 27 to qualify for the women's Olympic gymnast team. Right. right. Yeah. And that's, that's another thing because, you know, she's going to be, she's, she's going to be in her late twenties at that time, you know, and, you know, she has her work cut out for, her, and there's some great young gymnasts that are coming up that are probably going to make that team. Is is she going to make the team, or is she going to be an alternate? I mean, you know, is her name going to carry her through? We don't know, you know, because um, these girls that are that are out there right now, man, you know, they're getting tens on everything, right? <laughs> you know, I mean, so you can't, you just can't, you just can't be, uh, you can't be like average with. You know, being on this team, you got to be able to to get a ten at a moment's notice. You know, and that's what these girls are doing these days, man. They, they, they ain't playing. That girl, twenty. Uh, you ever heard of Trinity Thomas? I think so. Yes, Trinity Thomas ain't no joke, man. That girl, she's the next big black thing. You know what I'm saying? As far as the gymnastic thing goes, she's she's the next one. You know, so um, so it's going to be interesting. Let's. You know, let's hope that Gabby can do it. And if she does make the team, she'll probably be great to have as that mentor to the younger girls as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, to have somebody steady and be able to help them get over the hump because that Olympic thing, you know, that's we watched what happened with uh, Simone Biles in the last Olympic. You know, it's, it's a t- you know, if you don't go in there with everything right, it could be it could be hard on you. So, um, so we'll see. We'll see what happens as far as that goes. But good luck to you, Gabby. Let's see what happens. So, all right, we got another. We got another. Got another sports story coming up. Okay, yes. we're on a roll. Yeah. Okay. I, right. I know. So, I mean, of course, it's another story. And for those of us who remember, I was probably talking about maybe a year, almost a year and a half ago. But we talked about there was a trans swimmer at University of Pennsylvania, a male, formerly male, transitioned to female who was swimming um, in the women's, you know, events and how he was dominating the women's events. So this story is a little bit different, Dave. And this happened, I was trying to see the state it happened in, but I don't see it here. Oh, Illinois. There was a 16-year-old girl who apparently, while changing in the locker room, you know, probably changing into a suit out or suit, saw a trans individual, so a male who had transitioned into a female and was, um, I saw this, you know, trans, transgender person 
completely naked. Um, she was horrified by what she saw and where she saw it, i.e. the girl's locker room, that she created a sign and put up a sign that says for the for the locker room, women's rights, biological women only, and safe sport. And she did that to alert the other girls that biological males were in the area. Um, she went to her coach and she told the coach what she did. And this is where some of the confusion came from. The coach said that that was probably not the best option for her and that she should probably not swim with the team tonight or that night. So apparently the YMCA says that she left her own. She's saying that she was kicked out of the YMCA and kicked off the swim team for the sign that she had. Um, of course, you know, the YMCA trying to say that she left on her own, but she's saying that that's not true. So, I mean, you know, it's just an interesting story because, you know, I have a daughter and I always think of, you know, if this was her, you know, I'm, I'm definitely not comfortable with biological males in, entering the locker room where she is changing in front of her or vice versa. So, you know, I can't say that I'm mad at what this teenager did. And, you know, Dave, we kind of talked about the sports and, and I forget how you feel, but I personally feel that, you know, I think it's unfair for biological men to compete in, you know, women's sports. You know, I, I think they just have an advantage and size, strength. And, you know, even though they may have the hormone replacement therapies and um, some of the other, you know, therapies they have, you know, it, to me, I, I feel like they just have a natural advantage. What are your thoughts? Well, we're in such a perplexing time when it comes to this type of stuff. Let me go back to what the young lady did. Um, I don't really have a problem with her trying to alert her, her, um, um, teammates and everybody of what she saw and what was going on in that particular locker room. I don't know if I agree with the way it was done, but I understand that she needed to let them know if they didn't already know. Um, you know, we're in a whole different day and time when it comes to the uh, LBGQ, you know, plus letters um, community right now. Um, you almost have to tread lightly with everything that you say and do because somebody's going to be upset. Right. It doesn't matter who it is, whether it's pro or con, somebody's going to be upset. You and I have been talking almost two years now about these type of situations where, I mean, you know, it all started with the uh, young lady who was racing for um, swimming for Penn, who had been, who was the transgender swimming swimmer 
Is he supposed to be trying out for the Olympics this year? Is that? I'm not sure. Um, did did you hear that? I had I, I hadn't heard, but I know that was an aspiration of hers to to swim in the Olympics. Now, whether that's something that's possible, I don't know. I, I don't know what the rules are as far as that's concerned. I know overseas they don't mind transgender, you know, competitive uh, competitive swimming. But I don't know how the Olympic feel about it because, you know, that's a whole different story. They're governing bodies of it. But when you get down to the high school level and you're dealing with this, it's, well, first of all, it's really weird that we're even talking about this as far as high school level. I know. Young kids. You know what I'm saying? Right. And with, with your kids both swimming, right? Uh, your daughter One swims. of them. Well, doesn't your daughter swim, though? No. Oh, she doesn't swim at all. Okay, I thought nope. she did. Okay. I, okay. I, I tried to make her, but she wasn't having it. And it's funny because she has a swim. You know, she looked like she could be a swimmer. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Um, but even with your son, with Quincy um, being the uh, swimmer, you know, even with him, because it could be the opposite where you have a female that, that, that transitioned into a male. You know, how would that locker room feel about having that situation? Yeah. No, you know. So, um, so the the whole thing has to be. My, my whole feeling right now would be education. You have to be informed about everything, and from that point, the parents or the individuals, whoever's involved, depending on what level we're talking about, would have to make a decision as to whether or not they want to be involved. Uh. In this case, on a high school level, hopefully that the the coaches and the managers are all informed about it. You know, they have to allow the kids to make the decisions that they have to make. And, of course, you know, those those kids that are competing, their parents also have to be informed as to whether or not they want their kids to compete. That's the way, I mean, that's what I look at. That's the way I look at it. I mean, any thoughts on that? No, I mean, you know, I just think it's weird, you know. It is weird. Um, I mean, it is. Is that something that you or I would ever had to worry about back in the day? So, well, Dave, let let me tell you, let me say this. So I feel like it'll start becoming a bigger issue when trans athletes, uh, especially men uh, transitioning into women, start winning more and more items. Now, we had talked about the pen swimmer, Leah Thomas, and I, I just had to Google um, and I didn't realize this, but last year, 2022, at the end of the swimming season, which is around February, at the NCAA championships, where, of course, you know, all the greatest college athletes in the United States compete. And that's like top of the top. Leah Thomas won one of the events and she beat out an Olympic swimmer. Um, by over a second in um, the 500 free. 
And and I, I did not know that. And, you know, they, I mean, it's just crazy. So it's like, okay. <clears throat> Would there ever be some, well, here, Dave, and I'm, I'm going to ask you some figurative questions just to be figurative if I'm saying it right. Mm-hmm. Could you see people, women getting surgery to look better? Could I see women getting surgery to look better? Yeah. You mean back in the day? No, currently. Well, yeah, it happens all the time. Yeah. Can you see men getting surgery to look better? It's not something that happens all the time. Men don't seem to have that same vein um, but, sense to it. But, them. I mean, could could you see men getting different cosmetic surgeries? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, certain things, certain things, yep. yes. Yeah. Could you see men transitioning into women just to dominate sports, become famous. The only, the only men I see doing something like that would be men who probably competed in sports that probably didn't do that well or felt that they got a good enough chance to be good in those sports they competed in and they wanted a second chance at it. And they went and had the surgery to dominate on the other side. Right. And, you know, so, I, so that's what I think of when I see that, um, Leah Thomas, and I, I don't know what the a biological name was, but I, I remember, and you and we talked about, he was an average, you know, maybe an, a good swimmer, average good, but now she is a champion, uh, a, a NCAA champion, probably, and you know, whenever Olympic trials, I'm sure she'll be there. She could be an Olympian, could be an Olympic gold medalist, and you know, so I, I, I don't know. It's just, it's just they, we, we live in some strange days. Yeah, we do. It's a, it's a whole different day and time, and I don't know. I mean, if I was in school and competing, um. And I knew there was people who were on my team or on some of the other teams that were not, they were something other than what they were when they were born. I don't know how I would feel about it, yeah. to be honest with you. Um, especially if I have to work extra hard to be able to make the teams that I'm on. Um, you know, and this person especially if it's, you know, the classic uh, male to female, because that seems to be more when right. it comes to sports than anything. Um, and I see this person dominating like that. It would be hard for me. I'll be honest with you. Right. Um, and just like this young lady, you know, seeing what she did, she probably was traumatized when she saw it. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm sure. Because, Dave, yeah. I can't lie, um, as a boy swimming, I was traumatized when some of the old men just walk around naked. Like, oh. <laughs> you know, so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Boom. I don't know. It's, it's yeah, we're in a different day and time, Leonard. I mean, it re- we really are. And, you know, um, you know, uh, um, I, I don't even know what to say. I mean, I, you know, because 
it's just a hard it's hard it's a hard subject to talk about because you don't want to come out as a prude you don't want to come right. out you know um not understand you know act, sounding you know like you don't understand so forth you know and people my age you know of course we're just totally and even even you know you're 20 years behind me even you you know um still have a hard time with it you know so but you know when you grow up when you grew up when i grew up you know this kind of stuff was definitely even though it was it it was going on i mean not on not to the heaviest extent as it is now but it was taboo you know definitely yes. definitely so but I'm sure that we're going to um, be hearing about some of these stories as we get closer to the Olympic, and especially when it comes to Leah, um, whether she's going to be able to make that Olympic team or whatever the case may be. So we'll see what happens. So, um, is that it on that on that story? Yeah. So I mean, we'll we'll, we'll kind of see what happens. Of course, she was kicked off her swim team, or so she says. Uh, the 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 team is saying she left, but clearly she left. I'm sure she would try to come back. So I mean, we'll we'll kind of see if there's any future updates that we'll share next time if there are any. Okay, all right, good, good. Um, there was one other story that I just wanted to cover real quick, and we're not going to spend too much time on it. But all right, you got thirty uh, seconds. <laughs> <laughs> all right, anyway. 25 seconds. All right, <laughs> anyway, everybody, I don't know. Well, I don't know if everybody's heard the story because when did you find out about the Shirley Strawberry thing? Um, I heard about it maybe like three weeks ago. Well, oh, I mean, so you know about it, you know about it before I did then. Yeah, God, I just found out about it this week. Okay, okay, so for those that are listening, Shirley Strawberry, uh, I don't know if everybody's heard this, uh. So a big controversy going on with her husband. Apparently, her husband and his business partner had uh, built some people out of over close over a million dollars worth of money. I mean, uh, uh, over a million dollars in monies, you know, for fake uh, for scams and you know, uh, as far as property is concerned and some other things that was going on. So, um. Apparently, this dude, man, <laughs> he was a bad dude, man. You know, he spent, he's been in jail before for fraud. Um, he was arrested last year for uh, fraud. And then apparently there's been some issues with child pornography and allegedly. And there's just a lot going on with this guy. Is You know, we've been hearing about Ernesto. Um, um um, Shirley's husband for a long time and for those that listen to the Steve Harvey show everybody would know who who uh, Shirley Strawberry is that's his co-host on the uh, one of his co-hosts on the Steve Harvey show been with Steve Harvey over 20 years matter of fact uh, she got married they've been married for eight years boy that time went fast because I remember when she got married and um and Steve Harvey was the one that introduced the two of them. Uh, apparently knew the guy pretty well and knew his past and still put Shirley and uh, this guy together. But they're saying that this business partner of his, which is a female, 
that's been his side piece all this time too. And so, you know, this guy just been doing a lot of dirt and uh, it's coming out bit by bit. And one of the things that Shirley's really known for is the strawberry letter on the Steve Harvey show where her and Steve give advice on letters that are written in every day. A, A lot of it has to do with relationships and so forth and so forth. And so now people are saying, how can Shirley get this kind of advice when she don't even know what's going on in her own home? Right. You know, um, apparently her, her daughter um, has been, they're saying that there's been some kind of fishy um, situations going on with her daughter as well. And this guy, and it's just a lot, a lot to go on. So I don't want to get too deep into it, but, What's your thought? What was your thoughts when you heard about this? I mean, just scammers. Like, I feel like, you know, all the scammers getting exposed. Yeah. And why would she stay with this dude? Because they apparently she had come out and, you know, was saying that, you know, she's sticking by her man and that there's, you know, that everything is not as it seems and all this kind of stuff. But if if he's stealing money from other people, he's got to be stealing money from her as well, and or unless he's been in on some of this stuff as well. So but, I'm sure I'm sure she knew about it. Yeah, she had be, to because usually what happens when stuff like this happens if they don't know about them, they divorce them, they leave them, they speak up, and I mean I haven't heard nothing from either of them directly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well. I don't know, but this dude, you know, uh, this dude's a bad dude. I mean, because um, I know when she got married, she had been talking about getting married and whatever, and then all of a sudden, this guy just popped out of nowhere, and next thing you know, she was getting married. And, um, you know, now, you know, a lot of people saying, well, how, you know, do you guys just need to stop talking, you know, to stop doing the strawberry letter and giving advice. Yeah. And Steve Harvey hasn't really been on the show for a few weeks. You know, right. he's still on there, but he hasn't been on there. So everybody's, of course, waiting to hear what they're going to say about it. But they said that Shirley, uh, you know, she's been, she's still, you know, showing up to work every day. And, and she said something about it, but she just said that she was sticking by her man. Um, I just thought it was interesting because, you know, when you have high-profile um, clients, I mean, um, people like this, and they're dealing with this type of stuff. It's just interesting to see how, you know, us regular people can be scammed. Right. So, you know, <laughs> you know, but when you got people who got money and, you know, in the public eye all the time, you wouldn't you wouldn't think that they would be caught up in this kind of mess. But Why not? Say, Why not? Yeah, well, yeah, I guess not. Why not? <laughs> you know, so, you know, so. Um, but that story's just going to get bigger and bigger, and we're wondering if Shirley's going to really stick by her man, or whether she's going to she's going to have to bail, you know? Because the the longer she stays in this relationship, and the more charges that seem to be popping up on this dude, mm-hmm. she's going to have to let it go, right? You know, so because it's only going to drag her down as well. Just wanted to say a little bit about that because you know it's, it's definitely out there. Um, and, um, you know, it's news right now. So, all right. 
So that was the last thing I wanted to talk about before we go into Leonard's favorite part, people. Um, you guys have been listening to News and Trends with Dave and Len. Um, we're going to go into Dave's corner and talk about today's discussion, um, you know, which is kind of apropos considering, you know, we got, man, did you see the, the, the Powerball's over a billion dollars? I saw that craziness. And the Mega Millions almost is over 700 million. Must be nice for whoever it is. <laughs> 1%. I just need 1%. That's all I want. Just 1%. I'm good. So, you know. So, but anyway, so Dave's Corner, in light of those two things I just mentioned, you're get, uh, you're given uh, three options of which you can only choose one of the following three options. Okay. You ready? Which one would you choose and why? Option number one, a chance to use a time machine and go back in time to any date of your choosing and spending a week during in that time. Okay. Number two, you just received an inherent inheritance of $1 million to start a business. What, um, uh, what type of business would you start? And why would you choose that one? Number three, option number three, you just received enough electoral votes to become president of the United States. What, Dave, would, you, what would you do, Mr. Leonard Young? This, this is too easy. <laughs> you always say it's too easy. Yeah, it's, it's too easy. Okay, I wait. Let me let me let me see if I can figure out which one you're going to say. Number two. All right, you want me to go through my choices? Go ahead. All right. Okay. First of all, who the hell wants to be president of the United States? Well, you you know you'd be the most powerful person of the free world. You know. I don't know. I they we uh. We already know that'd be a hassle. They'd be all up in business. <laughs> you, you, you can't even vacation in Delaware. You can't even go to Delaware without calling it a vacation. Yeah, I know. I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Then, then you got Trump talking about you every other day. You know, so how you stole the how you stole the election. Yeah, slow Joe, sleepy Joe. I mean, oh my goodness. And they, I don't know if you're on Twitter. Oh my goodness, they. Uh, Trump's people hate Biden over there. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. I've seen it. <laughs> All right. Yep. So I am good on being president. Nobody wants that burden. Okay. <clears throat> Going back in time for a week to spend a day of my, a week, a day to my choosing has been a week. I would, but now if, if you said go back any time and stay there, oh uh, yeah, I'd do that. But you know, a, a week just ain't long enough. There'd probably be too much I want to do, too many people I want to see. So I almost feel like I'd be disappointing myself that by the time I'm enjoying myself, I have to leave. So, Dave, I am going to take the inheritance. I don't know which rich pappy passed away in seven states over, but I'm going to take that <laughs> million dollars. Now, what I'm going to do with it, I'm not really sure, but... um I don't know. You know, one of the businesses I thought about a couple of years ago, and I kind of wish I maybe started it out, but, and I know it's profitable. 
a lawn care service, cutting grass. I mean, Dave, you, well, Dave, you know, cutting grass, that's yeah. one thing that don't change year to year. Like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So, if you get the, look, you use that money to buy the equipment and, you yeah. know, you know, you know, there's certain people that you can get to work for you and they, and they do a good job. So, you know, yeah. uh, um, um, so you just want to, all you got to do is get the equipment and, and just work on commercial properties. What you know how much money you can make on that? Yeah, or or I mean even personal properties. I think yeah, well. I think where we are, we uh forty dollars a week. And oh, and really? I, yeah, and I mean, you know, they cut multiple people's so probably in one hour, they can probably cut five yards. I mean, maybe more, but long story short, I'm I'm sure it's worth it for them. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, I already knew you were going to go option two. So yeah. I, I knew that the million dollars, that's too easy for you. Huh? Yeah. Now, if, if you had said go back in time to any date and like live on from there, yes, I, I would have taken that one. But Oh, really? So you would definitely go back in time and stay there, huh? Yeah. I mean, I'll I probably go back to 25 and, you know, relive everything from there. Oh, okay. 25 now. That was right after school, right? Well, you know, I was on the extended plan, so it was, it was right. It, it was right towards the end of school. Yes, school, right? Okay, <laughs> in Florida, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Dave, we probably wouldn't even known each other because I might not. Yeah, I know. Up I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure because you know you probably wouldn't have never look other than visiting your family. You probably yeah. been down there the whole time. So, yeah. um, all right. What, what, okay. What, what about Dave? I already know what you're gonna say. I already know you guys say number one, but um, go ahead. So, Dave, you are given three options of which you can only choose one. Which one would it be, and why? Option one: a chance to use a time machine and go back to any date of your choosing and spend a week there. Option two: receive a million dollars via an inheritance to start your business of your choice or option three you just received enough votes to become the president of the free world which one would you choose and why all right i'm gonna do what you did i'm gonna go through the two that i'm not (laughs) gonna choose so yeah that's right president of the united states even though it's enticing is it? Um, we are, mm-hmm. yeah, it's enticing to have that kind of power just to see what would happen. I would have to be a single president, though. I would not want to be married. Um, I I want to be able to... Olivia Pope? Yeah, I, I would <laughs> I would want to have her kind of power and just be able to do what I want to do and don't have to worry about my family, um, any issues coming to my family, that type of thing. Okay. But I would not choose that because, first of all, I'm a black man, and even though Obama, even though Obama made it through, I don't know. We, I don't know if I would be so lucky. So I don't know. Um, too many, too many uh, young people with AKs these days. Um, I also would not do number two, even though it's enticing to have one million dollars dropped in your lap at one time. I probably would not choose that one because um, I got bigger aspirations, I think. 
So that leads me to number one, which you said that you knew I would choose. Why do you think I would chose this one, though? Because, you know, I, I know you always talk about family and, you know, having opportunities to spend time with family, probably specifically your mother. So, right. okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's part of it. Yes, definitely. If I can go back to uh, time, spend time with her prior to her getting sick. Um, spend a week with her. Um, that'd be great. But I'm also going to have a, there's going to be a dual reason to me doing this. That week, okay, um, I am playing the lottery every day. <laughs> <laughs> you know why? Because I know what numbers are going to come out that week. Because I'm going to do my research before whatever whatever time period I chose to go back to, I'm going to check to see what numbers came out those particular days. Right. And I'm going to play the three digit, the four digit. And then I'm going to play, of course, the Powerball was different back then, but it was still the Powerball. I'm going to play the Powerball and try to win the power, get the Powerball money as well. So I'm going to take back. When I come back this way, I'm going to have some money with me. Okay. Uh, maybe not the kind of money like what's on, what's going on right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but enough to come back and be able to do some things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You definitely. Know, because I'm going to play the three digit, the four digit. I'm going to play them hard and heavy. <laughs> you know, I'm going to $10 on one number, that type of stuff, whatever. And I'm going to hit the Powerball that, that's going on at that time. So I'm going to come back with some money. Plus, I get to spend time with my with my mother or whoever I chose to spend time with at that time. More likely her. You know, that, right. would, be, that would be my main thing. Um, and um, that's the reason why I would choose that is because I, I could do, I could spend time with my mom and also be able to uh, get some money while I'm there. Cause I'm gonna know what the numbers, the winning numbers are when I go back. Right, I, I get it. <laughs> you know, so, uh, um, so that's my reason for that. You know, I'm gonna come back and I'm gonna say, you're gonna see me, you're gonna see me pull up in my pull up in my um, brand new Mercedes or Rolls <laughs> or whatever. You're gonna say, uh, Dave, you didn't have that car when you left here. Right. <laughs> I, nope, I didn't. So, so, but that's that's what I would do. Definitely, definitely. So, uh, number one for me, number two for you, neither one of us want to be president. We don't want to be uh, Leonard or David Biden. And yeah, no, okay. Yeah, no, <laughs> nobody, nobody wants them issues. Yeah. Well, there you go. Look, I don't know if they'll ever let somebody from Delaware be the president again anyway. So, uh, so that'd be interesting. So, there you have it, folks. There's our, that's our, uh, uh, Dave's Corner and our news and trends for uh, with Dave and Len for tonight's show. We want to thank everyone who's taking the time to listen to us, um, and um, this uh, and thank you again for all that you do and taking the time to listen to us. Um, we're going to say good night. Has Leonard queued up the music on me already? Join us next week for another edition of News and Trends with your hosts, Dave and Lynn.